0: Hi everyone, i David Tello here from Mishnah Study, Masichet Shibuot, Perek Chet, Mishnah He. Mishnah He parallels Mishnah Bet in talking about false oaths of one of the Shomrim. In Mishnah Bet, we talked about false oaths of the Shomer Hinnam, in situations where he claims one thing versus what really happened. But in both cases, he would have been exempt anyway. He was not going to cause the person a loss. And we said in Mishnah Bed, therefore, even though it's a false oath, it's not an oath which is punishable by Shivu'at pikadon because it would not have caused him a monetary loss. Mishnah He discusses the opposite extreme, the sho'el, the borrower, who we said is obligated to pay in all situations. He can never exempt himself with a shivu'a. In this situation, we're going to talk about should he make a claim um, or take an oath to something that would have made him pay anyway, he's going to have to pay, the opposite, since it was, a, even though it was a false oath, he still is not going to have to be charged with a shivu'at Pikadon, because he's going to have to pay anyway, it's not going to make a difference. In other words, the Shomer hinam cases we talked about in Mishnah Bet, it's not a violation of Shavuat Pikadon because he's exempt from paying um, anyway, and therefore he's not denying him money. And in these cases, he's exempt, he's going to be chayav anyway, so it's not a swear that's going to make him lose out on any money, therefore it's not shivuat Pikadon. Um, throughout this pedic, we've been talking about five different situations that could happen to any borrowed or watched object, um, dies, it is injured or broken, um, it is taken captive or stolen or lost. And basically, the structure is going to follow the same as Mishnah Bet, where he makes one claim, but it was one of the other four things that could have happened. And like we said, since Sho'el's is obligated in all of them, it's inconsequential. It'll still be a false oath, but it won't be Shivat B'Kadon. Let's read the Mishnah. Amarla Shoel Hekhan a person says to his to a borrower, Where's my axe? Amarlo met he says the ox died. But in reality, it was either injured or broken, taken captive, stolen or lost. That's one case. And now we're going to do all of the different permutations. Nishba, it was broken, vihusha onishba nignav o Nishba, it was taken captive, or one of the, but in reality one of the other four things happened. Vihusha met onishbah or nignav o avad. Nignav it was stolen. vihushemet nishbar, nishbar, or avad. But really, one of the other four cases happened to it. Avad. He claims that it was stolen. It was. It was uh, lost. nishbar, or Or one of the other four cases happened. Like I said, in other words, he makes a claim that one thing happened to it, but in reality, one of the other four possibilities really happened to it. But in all cases, he would be chayav anyway. If the one who lent him the object says, "I ask you to swear." amar amen, and he took an oath. Patur, he's exempt. Why is he exempt? As bar says, even when he swore falsely, he still obligated himself to pay because he's obligated to pay in all of those cases. And therefore, there's nothing in this oath that's going to deny money to the lender. Hence, it is not a Shavu'at Pekadon. While it's a false oath, it is not a Shavu'at Pekadon. Therefore, he's not obligated to pay a Chomish or a Korban Hashem.